Welcome to the Voices of the Goddess podcast. We believe that there is a goddess inside each and every one of us. When we use our voice to share that goddess, we support and uplift each other. Join us each week as we interview women to receive the message of their goddess within. Everybody and welcome to Voices of the Goddess podcast, where we empower, inspire, and uplift women to be the goddesses they were meant to be. I'm your co-host, Julietta, owner of Body and Soul PT, also known as the Magical PT, because I do magic in my office every day, helping people on their healing journey. And healing is a journey. It's not a one and done. Um, I always laugh when the people come to me and they're like, you fixed me and I was fine. And now something's wrong again. Why didn't I just stay fixed? And I'm like, well, do you live your life in a plastic bubble and nothing ever comes and affects you? <laughs> like, We require constant maintenance as human beings if you want to continue to live a healthy, happy life. But um, I'm other than that, I'm a... I'm living in Fort Lauderdale, but I'm from Wisconsin and I don't, it's, I've been down here since 1991 and I still, I can't say that I'm from Florida or that Florida's home. Wisconsin. You've been here since 91? Oh, 94, 94. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I confused you. Cause I also, the big topic is always now I've been a PT for over 30 years now because I graduated in 91 from PT school. There you go. Yeah. So, and I'm getting old. I'm getting confused. So I <laughs> the wrong, the wrong date, but it's okay. Um, no, I've been down here for 94, but Wisconsin is still home and that's where I'm from. So I, I always get weird when someone asks, so where are you from? That's what it's, it's a weird conversation, but anyway, enough about me. How about you? So I'm happy to be here today. My name is Allison Mancini. I am operations director at the Gold Digger Girl, which is a company where we help women. Um, we help them create their empires, whatever that looks like for them. We are here to help women. We have systems and strategies to help them build their business to be whatever they want it to be. And I also have my background in functional nutrition. I am married to my husband for 28 years. I have two amazing young adult children, 25-year-old and a 22-year-old, who will actually be 23 in just a few days. And I'm also a mom to some fur babies. I have two German short hair pointers that are under the age of two. They're a little crazy. They're quiet. They're sleeping right now. I've been trying to run them ragged so they would be quiet <laughs> for, our, for our interview. Um, and I, I too am from the Midwest. I grew up in Michigan, but I've been in Florida since 93, down in South Florida. And I'm excited to be here today. I love these times we get to hang out. It is wonderful hanging out with you. It is. So we have an amazing sponsor. Yes. Who's our sponsor? Our sponsor is Rebecca Schaefer. And Rebecca is the owner. She is also a, um, let me back that up. Rebecca is a Reiki master and Kundalini yoga teacher. And she is the owner of High Vibrations Energy. It is, uh, they offer Reiki meditation and Kundalini yoga to heal emotional and physical pain and bring 
people into alignment with their true self. Reiki and Kundalini yoga is a powerful combination that can be used to heal subconscious patterns, strengthen the nervous system, activate the neutral mind, and bring one to higher levels of consciousness. If you visit highvibrationsnow.com, you can learn more and book a Reiki session, which by the way, she does virtually, participate in a cosmic Kundalini and Reiki healing circle, or register for an upcoming Kundalini yoga class. So we are excited. Rebecca was also a guest for us back. It's been a couple months now, um, mm-hmm. but she was wonderful as, as are all of our guests and definitely check her out. I know Julietta, you've had experience with Rebecca. I have had firsthand experience with her. And like I always say, I'm not just a newbie in the Reiki energy world. I'm, I'm level two Reiki certified myself. Um, and I've, had Reiki done by many people. Rebecca is truly gifted, talented. I can't recommend her enough. If you're searching for someone for Reiki, um, check her out. She's amazing. Awesome. So, you know, Reiki healing, Miss Nutritionist over there healing on your end, Miss PT over here healing on my end. Um, Something that, that is interesting to me and just wanted to talk about and give some but people something to think about is your belief systems about your health and what I see you know people typically come to PT because they're in pain not always but that's the most common thing and so I'll have a client come in and they'll say you know my knees are bothering me and I knew that I was going to have issues with my knees because my mom had issues with her knees my grandma had issues with her knees so of course you know it's just in our genes so I'm going to have bad knees and the truth of the matter is that drives me crazy when people say that <laughs> I just had to throw well, that in there hey, you're speaking it into existence right. but also with a lot of things like there is no there is no scientific proof that mm-hmm. that bad knees are are passed Definitely. on. <laughs> it's your beliefs and your habits that that create these mm-hmm. things. So if you go around believing, oh, because my mom or my dad had this and my grandma and my grandpa had that, because they had that, I'm gonna have that too. You're setting yourself up for that. Mm-hmm. And change your change your beliefs, change what you say about yourself, change your mindset. And um, just because my mom had bad knees doesn't mean I'm going to have bad knees. Right. And uh, well, it drives me crazy because there's actually now, now science has shown that your genetics only play a very, very, very small part in your stuff. Um, And if you don't believe me, you can definitely Check it out. Um, go go research it. Do a little. Just go check out Google. Um, it's definitely out there. And it was interesting because I'm actually listening to this really cool book called. It's called Scrum: The Art. I can't remember. It's the Art of Something, but it's basically about how to have processes, how to make processes flow well, no matter what you do. Could be in your personal life, in your work world, whatever it is. And the section I'm on right now is they're talking about the happiness factor, and that how much happiness plays into everything else in your world. And it's not, it's not about, I feel happy. It's about making that choice, like to be happy. So it's really every day. Happiness is a choice. choice. Yeah. So it's really, really interesting how here, this is like a major, like operations business book. 
And they're even talking about this idea of, and he even says in it, it's really funny. He's like, I know I'm sounding a bit woo woo right now is kind of laughing. And I'm like, but it's true. Like you speak it into there. I say it to my husband all the time. He is notorious for this. I think I've told you this before. We go to Publix, he picks the line and he always said, and it, the line takes forever. And he's like, I always pick the wrong line. And I finally looked at him like a couple months ago. And I said, you know why the line is always so slow when we get in the line? Because you say we always pick the wrong line. You set it up for us every single time. I said, stop saying that before we get in line. He needs to say, I always pick the quickest line. Exactly. I'm like, quit putting that out there. I'm like, you're putting that out there. That's what we're getting. So I agree. It's all, I think, same thing with your health. I think it's very much, I mean, there's a lot of books out there. There's a lot of research that has shown that your mind really does make a difference, big difference. Yes. All right. Let's bring our guest on. Awesome. Hello, Anne. Nice to have you. Nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Welcome, so welcome. Go ahead and introduce yourself to our audience. Tell them a little bit about you and what you do. Hi. So my name is Anne Hintz. I was actually conceived in New Zealand, born in England and live in California. So I have a mid-Atlantic accent and I have honed my uh, focused attention skills over the years enough so that I can put my awareness inside my body at this point and can release tension stored directly in the connective tissue and in the bones and have shifted my skull bones as a result of this. But the whole journey has been a process of acceptance. So starting actually starting with words and memories and moving deeper and deeper into the body, into the physical. So that's what I'm sharing with the world because we are so powerful. I had no idea we were this powerful. And I have written my story down in my book called The Pathway to Insights, which goes through the steps that I went through. And yeah, that, that's kind of it. That's what I do. That's awesome. I love it. Goes right along with what we're talking about in a way, right? <laughs> in a way, yes. In a way, it's very much an acceptance journey, right? So if so, if I was in the wrong line at the supermarket, right? Or if I was believing <laughs> I was going to have bad knees because that's what my mother had, my grandmother had, I would use one of the techniques that, that I use, um, something like EFT or just simply feeling those feelings to let the stuck energy behind those beliefs leave my body so that I no longer attracted the bad line right, at the yeah. supermarket, right? And I no longer attracted the bad knees or even the thought about the bad knees. Yeah, that's awesome. I love it. So aside from your book, which I'm sure is amazing, what is one book that you would recommend all of our goddess, goddesses to read and share with us how it really helped has helped you um, in your journey? Okay, the book I love is Untethered Soul which I know is a very popular book by Michael Singer. And it's been around for a while now. I know he has a new book out now. But what it really shows is how we block ourselves in, right, into the life we're in, into our comfort zone. And it shows how we do that and, and how we can get out of it. And actually, my book actually kind of takes that and goes further. But that was the one that the first few chapters really show how we do that. And to me, it was eye-opening when I when I first read it. And just to realize how the thoughts that we're thinking connect with our comfort zone. And I have friends that have done the kind, same kind of thing. I know I have one friend who won't go certain places because something happened. She froze. No! 
Well, hopefully she'll unfreeze here in a second. Oh, man. <laughs> well, let's remove her from there until we get know she's unfrozen. So she's not it's sitting one in that. Of those days. It's one of those days. But yeah. Untethered Soul, love that book. Mm -hmm. Love that book. Uh, have you read it? I feel like I have, but you know me, I read so many books. It's bad. How do you keep track? How do you keep track? I don't know. Um, oh, she unfroze a second and then she froze again. Oh, man. You know what? I can message her, I think. Uh, no, I cannot. Oh, there she is. Nope. I could hear you all along, but, but uh, you couldn't hear me. So it's okay. Yeah. Technology. <laughs> we roll with it. We've had many, many times where it just didn't go smoothly and it's all good. Okay. Yeah. I was just saying, I have a friend who blocks herself off by, you know, cutting places that she won't go out of her life. And you just, you just get stuck in this, this mm -hmm. comfort zone and life, you know, life is outside. My whole experience has been finding that comfort, the, the boundary of the comfort zone, right? What am I afraid to do? What am I not accepting? And then feeling that. Hmm. Tension and letting it go. And that. That's awesome. You, I love it. Okay. So I always say everything good lies just outside your comfort zone. So. Um, there was a while where I was, I was almost like, I was like kind of addicted to the thrill of doing things outside my comfort zone. I backed off a little bit now since then, but, and us starting this podcast was definitely pushing us outside of our comfort zone. Very much so. Very much so. I agree. So our second question for you, Anne, that we ask all of our guests is what is your favorite form of self-care practice and how does it, you know, contribute? How does it help you every day? Well, that's kind of part of my journey, right? Has been doing all this inner work. So I love time to myself. I, I need to have time to myself. And while I'm having time to myself, I'm doing my inner work. So, you know, I'm actually feeling the tension. It's very much like a peeling the layers of the onion. I know we hear that a lot, but it, but it absolutely is that way, right? So at this point, when I feel inside, I, I feel what's what's the most, where's the most tension, right? Because now I'm at the physical level. Earlier on, it would be, okay, what emotion am I feeling right now? Mm -hmm. And then I would feel that, let it go. Now I'm feeling inside and feeling where the tension is. Normally it's inside my, my left cheek is where I feel. And I just feel it let it go and it feels really good to let go of tension that has been stored inside for decades so that's what i do on an ongoing basis feels good nice and i as a pt you know i see people every day and some people have great awareness of their body and some people have zero <laughs> awareness of their body and it always just makes me laugh like how how do you get through life with having so little awareness? And then here you are taking it to a completely different level and just really connecting and getting aware. And right. But I did start at that level. I started with no awareness, right? If someone asked me how I was feeling today, I'd always say I'm fine because I didn't know how I felt. So the whole process, each step that I went through expanded my awareness 
because it's almost like we start out with this resistance, right? This, this shield, this energetic shield that keeps people away from us, right? They don't, we don't want to talk about things. We don't want to talk about ourselves. We don't want to talk about our traumas, right? We've got all these buttons that people can push. And as we work with those and let them go, and I used EFT, emotional freedom technique or tapping to begin with, to let all of those go, all of those go. And then our awareness gets closer to our body. We become more aware of our emotions. Then we come, become aware of the physical sensations underneath the emotions, right? Because if we're feeling angry, we're probably holding tension somewhere in our body and we can become aware of that tension. And so I got to that place and then I felt that tension and I let it go. And then eventually I put my awareness inside my body. So yeah, it's, it's just a, an expansion of awareness. But knowing there are people out there who don't have awareness is also really important, right? Because we, as you develop this awareness, you have more awareness of yourself at a deeper level. And then you also have more awareness of other people at a deeper level as well. So it's easier to tell if someone is lying when you know how that feels inside of yourself, because you can see where they're holding themselves tight or where they're not breathing into themselves, right? So if we're lying, we don't want to see some of ourselves and we don't breathe into ourselves fully. But if we have that awareness inside of ourselves, we can see that in other people. But someone who doesn't have that awareness of themselves cannot see it in someone else, right? So we know there are people in society who hear words and they believe them. Um, but we, with deeper levels of awareness, can see that that's a lie. Why, why would you believe that, right? But so having that understanding that there are people out there who don't have the awareness and they, they just can't tell. They just don't know. That's really helpful. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. All right. So we all have days where it's just difficult to get up and get through the day, but we have to, we have commitments and things that we have to get done. What tools do you use to rise up and get through a day like that? So that would be where I use the tools that I've used on my journey, right? So if I'm feeling down in any way, I would use EFT, if the emotions were too much for me to go inside, I would use EFT first, right? So I would tap about how I'm feeling and bring myself back to peace. And then I could get on with my day. If the emotions weren't that intense and I have this ability that I have now or someone has the ability to feel those physical sensations underneath the emotions, then I would just feel how that feels inside of me, probably lying in bed or on, lying on the sofa or sitting down, just feel and allow those feelings to be felt because they've been suppressed. They're wanting to come up. So I would just feel them and let them dissipate out of my body. And then I'm back to peace and I can move on with life. So that's kind of what I do throughout the day, really. Nice. I love that. And I tell people all the time, like you have to feel your feels. So often we don't give our ourselves permission to feel what we're feeling and we either stuff it down or ignore it, set it aside. And then it just sits there and festers when you actually allow yourself to feel it and acknowledge it. That's what gives you the ability to, to release it and let it go. So that's, that's a beautiful practice that you have. Yeah. And what I've realized over the years is all these emotions all emotion itself, and this is easy for me to say, but people hearing it might have resistance to hearing this, but I believe it is true that emotions are simply energy that is stuck in the body, right? We, we feel it moving around, right? But it doesn't know how to get out. 
and all we have to do is provide it a method, a way to get out of the body. And something like EFT or feeling those sensations themselves will allow it to dis dissipate. And once it's dissipated, it's really not the same again. So if you experience the same event another time after you've done this work, it won't feel as intense. And then if you do the work again, the next time it won't feel as intense and eventually you actually won't react to it at all. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. All right. Our fourth question, Anne, is, and yes, we are all a compilation of all the experiences that have happened in our lives, but typically there's one or two experiences that really stand out in shaping who we are today as a person. So what is one experience that played a big role in shaping who you are today? <laughs> okay, well, I had lots of trauma in childhood, so that was all living inside of me, but it wasn't until I was in my late 30s. And prior to that, I'd done a lot of external things to try and feel better, like you know, changing, doing diets and cleanses and fasts and all those kind of things. But in my late 30s, I had a business altercation with a couple of other mothers at my boys' school, and they were very self-confident, self-assured, authority-type women, and they told me, the scared mother, that I had done something wrong. And my mind spun out of control. It went over and over what they'd said, what I had said, what had happened. And I couldn't sleep for days. It was like three days I was just going round and round this event. And eventually it got to the place that I realized, well, first of all, this isn't normal. I know normal people would not react this intensely to something so relatively small. And then I realized it felt a little bit like how my I would react when my dad had told me I'd done something wrong. So to me, that was the first inkling of that maybe there's something from my childhood that I need to look at that is still affecting me to this day. Mm -hmm. Wow. That, that was it. That was the beginning of my journey. Beautiful awareness. And I think I think we're often presented with these opportunities to to shift and grow and um, most often people are ignoring them. So when you, when you get that, that you um, go, aha, and, and take advantage of the opportunity is, is beautiful. Yeah. Well, sometimes it has to be really intense, right? <laughs> Life gives us these subtle little messages all the time and we don't pay attention. So then it goes, here you go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> so... If there was one thing you would want our audience to take away from the show today, what would that be? I want people to realize how powerful we are, right? We don't necessarily know it to begin with, but we can all start on this journey. And as we go down the journey, life gets better. I think a lot of people don't want to start this journey because they think it's hard work and, you know, and it's, you know, why would I bother? But you release that burden you've been carrying all those years, right? Life becomes more fun. You, be you become more peaceful in all the moments that you have throughout the day. And it's so worth it. But it takes taking responsibility, right? And that word responsibility. So the ability to respond. So noticing how you're feeling during the day and not getting caught up in the emotions. Mm -hmm. That is the first step. Not necessarily easy, but the more you do it, the easier it gets. And, and that's how you can start this journey. Yeah. There's so much peace in being able to respond instead of react. And um, I reacted a lot in my life. And, um, you know, being able to witness myself 
responding and um, just behaving differently now. It's there's so much peace in it, and I can't imagine um, not wanting to continue to work on myself and grow. And um, you know, I hope part of this show does inspire women to to make more steps in in their personal growth and because it does it makes life more joyful more peaceful yeah i was very reactionary i would say that was one of my characteristics i was very reactionary my mind was very busy it was very negative it was very judgmental and i so wanted that to change mm -hmm. and it did through doing this work it absolutely changed it got to the point that I opened my kitchen one door one day and said to myself, it feels like I'm living in a different reality wow. because I wasn't used to it, right? My mind was quiet and peaceful and, and that was foreign to me. I had to get used to it. And I, I didn't actually know beforehand that it could change that way. So it was pleasant. It was, it was a nice surprise, but it was something I had to get used to. And I've had a couple of friends kind of do the same thing and get to the point where it's like, they asked me, it's like, it feels like boredom, you know, and, and I say, well, could that be peace? Well, yeah, mm -hmm. and they say, yes, it could be peace, but it's it's not known to them. It's it's a foreign feeling. Mm -hmm. So it is something you have to get used to. And, and it could be called boredom, but it could be called peace. Yeah. And yeah, it's a nice place to be. That's so true. I had a situation like that just happened last night where 10 years ago, I would have gone off the deep end, been furious and upset. And my son, who's 25, we my sister's getting married and he and his fiance, my son and his fiance are coming to the wedding. We got them these airline tickets months ago so that they could join us at the wedding. He texts me yesterday and says, I now have to travel for work and the dates overlap. And my first reaction was like, are you freaking kidding me? But then I went, no, that's, I'm not that person anymore. No, no, we're not going there. I took a deep breath and I thought about it. You know what? He's got to figure this out. He's 25. We, you know, I, there, there is nothing for me to say here. There is nothing that I say or do is going to, this is his thing. So I just responded back to him and I said, great. Let me know when you decide what you're doing and left it at that. And I didn't hear back from him. He called me today. And he said, mom, he said, tell me again. He said, I want to talk this through with you and see if I can find a solution, which if I had reacted like I typically would have 10 years ago, I would have pissed him off and he would have been basically like, screw you. I'm just going to do what I want. Right. This way he was like, let me, let me. Okay. So this is what I'm looking at. This is what I'm thinking. And I'm like, yeah, that'll work out great. You'll get, you get back into Tampa at this time and you'll just have to turn around and fly back out. So <laughs> that's just the way it's going to be. But it was so much less energy and less stress for both of us, for him and for me. And it's good for all of us. So yeah, I don't really know. I can't really pinpoint how I've gotten to this point, but I'm sure it's all the work that I've been doing on myself. Well, it is all the work I've been doing on myself. It's all the work you've been doing on yourself. It's all the work I've been doing on myself. You know, people people will complain about how the people in their life are and wanting them to change. Mm -hmm. And I always tell them the only way to get other people to change is by you changing yourself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you witness firsthand there by you changing how you mm -hmm. responded to the situation. Mm -hmm. You also changed how your son responded to the mm -hmm. situation and 
this is totally awesome because he's going to be learning the skill from you at a much younger age than what you learned. (laughs) (laughs) And it's interesting because when you don't react, it's, it's almost like you said, Anne, how people kind of, they, they notice it. They notice it in themselves when they're learning it, they notice it in you because like, I even know at sometimes when I, um, I'm going to use Julietta, for example, if things like if there's something I something I have to tell her that I'm nervous about, she might be upset with me. And I'm always so like she was just like, okay with it. But that's where she's at, where she's not going to react to it. And she's just going to we're going to work through it and it's going to be fine. And that's always a little for on the other flip side of it. It's always a little um, I don't know the right word for it just not what you're used to. Cause most people are so reactionary. Everybody is. So yeah. good job, Julietta. Cause you really are very good at it. <laughs> but it's been through a lot of work. I used to be, I used to be. And um, yeah, it's, I, I think about it all the time. <laughs> Actually situations that I'm like years ago, I would have handled this so much differently like even the technical difficulties that we were having and was rising up earlier in the episode had we been doing this podcast 10 years ago and having that experience it would have freaked me out and i you know who knows i probably said we're just going to end this podcast we're going to throw this one in the garbage because it's not working no it's just like oh she's frozen okay allison and i will chit chat until she gets unfrozen and it's all good it's like Oh my God, life is so much easier this way. It is. One of the things I learned early on my journey, I think someone said it, probably some famous person, I don't know who, but you create your life through your reactions because a reaction is so much energy put out into the universe and you attract that back into your future. So if you learn to not do that, if you learn to just be peaceful, to let that energy go, then you're actually changing your future and next Mm -hmm. time things will be more peaceful. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Yes. Lovely. What a lovely conversation this was today. But it's about time for us to wrap up. So I want to say, Ian, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been such a pleasure having you on. And you just shared a lot of information that is going to change lives out there. So um, thank you. Anybody who's been listening to this episode, please share it with with other goddesses out there because all information that we all need. So Thank you for joining us. And uh, thank you to our sponsor, Rebecca Schaefer, the amazing Reiki master, Kundalini yoga instructor. Um, We're so happy to have you as our sponsor right now. And thank you to our audience for listening, because without you, what would be the point of us being here? So I love the feedback that we're getting from our listeners. This is, um, you know, I, I think back all the time to when Allison and I started this and Never imagined it would become what it has become. So super grateful to all our listeners out there for supporting us. And if you want to get in touch with Ian, Allison, or myself, check out the show notes, all our contact information, social media, et cetera, et cetera, is in the show notes so you can find it there. And with that, I want to wish everybody a magical day.